We recently talked about our favorite episode from season two, and of course, we had to bring it back for the break. Tonight, we're going to be bringing back Live, Laugh, Lobotomy with Faraday, hands down one of our favorite episodes and favorite guests that we've had for Girls' Night. Uh, We cover so many great points in this episode. We talk about loving our bodies and raising our kids up to do the same, the monotony of household chores, talk about switching up your career later in life. And uh, I just really loved hearing all of this from Faraday's perspective. Honestly, one of the most helpful episodes for me personally. We are already missing you guys and cannot wait to be back in the new year. It is going to be a great girls' night. If Shonda Rhimes is dropping balls, then where's the hope for the rest of us? <laughs> We're all screwed. I don't need Can we go back out or <laughs> live, laugh, lobotomy? I heard today. I'm really loving that. Girl. This is Girl Same with your host, Brittany. Girl, 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 girl same. Hi guys, welcome back to Girl Same, our Girls Night podcast. I'm Brittany, your host, and I am here with Marissa. We have Faraday here with us tonight. Hello. Thanks so much for hanging out with us for our Girls Night. Um, we're so excited to have you here. I, first of all, how are you doing? Are you, are your kids home for summer? They, uh, yes, I have one child. She's home for summer, but I did put her in a camp. And then for this, I, I dropped her off at my mom's. Okay. So that, you know, we would have some peace. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I know. I, you know, I wish I had, um, family. My dad's actually, he's going to be moving here soon and I already have plans to drop the kids off a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Peace and serenity. Right. And so she, you have her in camp. Yeah, like a summer camp this week. Not the whole summer, but just like just this week. Yeah. I the, I last year I put her in a lot of summer camps and I found that I really missed her cuz she's 7. It's a, it was an easier age and mm-hmm. so this year I decided to like just dial it back just a bit. Still some summer camps because sanity. Yeah. yeah. But um a little less. I didn't mind her being home cuz you know, if I need a nap, she can just watch her shows. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's a nice it's a nice age. We yeah. did. It's finding a balance between them being somewhere else and being home. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. So I have, I have a ton of things I want to talk to you about. Um, we are definitely going to be talking about a lot of the songs that you have created because I absolutely love them. Um, oh, but brilliant. first, I have to tell you, I recently saw your cake video. Um, (laughs) where you I guess I would say attempt to decorate a cake (laughs) Uh, I thought it was hilarious oh good good I I too thought it was hilarious (laughs) and you were trying to model a cake to show your daughter how to make one right yeah yeah I was like you know what she's just she's got she's got to put this cake in a contest Uh, you know she's always going above and beyond making it so gaudy with as as a seven-year-old does Uh I'm gonna I'm really gonna show her but didn't have it. I forgot who I was. <laughs> Got a little ambitious. It's fine. I do that all the time. Every time I try a new skill, I don't know why I think I'm just instantly going to be the best at it. And it's almost yeah. never true. It doesn't look that yeah. hard. <laughs> no, I'm just like, okay, it'll be fine. I'll just do a crumb coat. Yeah. That's just a coat. That's it. Right. But then 
you actually realize actually a crumb coat's not so easy. No, no. But you lack so many skills as I do. (laughs) I thought it was so funny and I had to bring it up because my son's birthday was just on the 8th. And um, I decided this year I was going to make a cake for his birthday. And I had a very, very similar experience. I actually (laughs) sent Marissa here pictures. And it, it caved. Um, the frosting didn't stick. It was very similar to what you were doing, where the cake was just going with the frosting, and it just yeah. crumbled on the sides. And I was like, okay, well, just more <laughs> frosting. Like, this, more. Part, this is a labor of love. <laughs> <laughs> it tasted decent, so you know, yeah, there's that. It tastes all yeah, that matters. Nice. Exactly. <laughs> um, so anyway, I just had to share. You are not alone. You're not alone on that one. Thank you. Thank you. I knew that I had to have you on because you had recently made a video. Well, I knew from other stuff, but you had recently made a video about the Where Is My Village? Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. And I just thought that is exactly what this podcast is about because we are always questioning, like, where exactly is that village and, and how do we find it? <laughs> how do we find that village? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that that was definitely a request, you know, people, I think that so many people, especially moms are so lonely and they're just so overwhelmed Mm -hmm. uh, with how much work it is to parent. And I I will tell you that I am someone who has a village. I happen to be really blessed in that area and it is still is overwhelming sometimes. Right. Right. So I just often think when people are like, I'm drowning, I'm like, of course you are. I have one child. I have a village. And I am drowning. Right, how, right. Can you, how would you swim? How can you swim? I don't, I don't even can, can't get out of bed sometimes. You got four kids, no child care. Exactly. Yeah. Live, laugh, lobotomy, I heard today. I'm really <laughs> that. That's going to be the new sign that, that is in over everyone's yeah, kitchen exactly, sink. exactly, right? I'm like, I got to make that into a song this week. Yeah. Live, laugh, lobotomy. Like, <laughs> I love it. I, I hope you do because that's, that's yeah. perfect. <laughs> um, no, I, I totally agree with that. I have, um, I have just started to have a little bit of a village. We have a, um, a volunteer group that we run called Hot Mess Express. And we oh, essentially yes. go and we help moms who are drowning or women in general who are drowning in their homes and help like organize and clean and just kind of give them like a fresh start. Yeah, and so important. Yeah, it is. And, you know, so many people don't have that. So we kind of try and be that village for them. And then in right. turn, we've kind of become our own village mm-hmm. for each other. That's um, right. Yeah. yeah. And just now oh. having a little help has made uh, like a world of difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, just just a little, you know, having someone to just pick up where you fall kind of thing definitely made a world of difference. So the people who and I know there's a lot who have absolutely no one, nothing yeah, I mean, I just asked my podcast followers, like, do you have a village of childcare support? And they said 81% said no. I yeah, it's different. 81% of people don't have support. Because you have to, like, in order, especially for childcare, you have to have someone who's available and who is wanting to do it. But then you also have to trust that person because, you know, right. I have people yeah. who would offer, but no thanks. I'm going to pass. I'm going to pass. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You have to have it. We're, I mean, people message me. They're like, I do have childcare support, but it comes with a lot of strengths. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And mm-hmm. so there is something that you can offer, but it's a trade. And it's like, okay, well, yikes. Yeah. Like those, that's really challenging. And I think you're right. Like, I think that the what we can offer each other as friends, yeah. you know, I think that especially in my early days of being a m- new mom, my I just happened to one of my close friends also had a new child and we were just in it together. Right. Oh, that's so, nice. 
And you need someone. You need yeah. someone. Uh, especially because we were similar moms in that, like, I do think that there are some moms who really, I, I mean, I think that there are women who really enjoy being a new mom. Yeah. And who weren't struggling. I don't know if they're just disassociating. Right? I'm not sure. You know what I mean? Like, are they just... <laughs> Is it all a lie? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, because sometimes you have to lie to yourself to survive. And I can get that because I was up and like, but my friend and I weren't disassociating at that point. They were like, and we had each other. And and then that meant we also had somebody to, you know, go to play dates with or take one person to take the other kids. And that's helpful. Yeah, because I feel like, too, a lot of the times your village is the older generation, right? The generation before you. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's not always the case, but oftentimes there is kind of like this forgetfulness of what it really was like in the trenches. (laughs) Um, You kind of look back. I mean, I even am at fault for this sometimes where I look back Mm -hmm. at times where I know it was a super stressful, hard time. But you kind of um, what's the word? You make it seem better in your mind than it was. Um, and you remember yeah. it better than it actually was. And I feel like with the generation that typically is helping us, that is the case. So when you have someone who's in it, right when you're in it, big difference because mm-hmm. they get Even it. Even now when I talk to friends who have younger kids because mine is seven or um, I can be like, oh, right. Yeah, I forgot about that. Because yeah. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. just hire a 14 year old. And like, well, it's 18 months. She, he's 18 months old. Like, I can't really. I was like, oh, right. right. You yeah. can't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like. And I, I, I can, yeah, also forget what it, all that it's like. Maybe yeah. we do that to protect ourselves, to just we're racing, we're racing <laughs> what we went through. Our sanity. <laughs> exactly. I mean, we were all very sleep deprived. So yes. what can you really remember? Exactly. It was all a blur, <laughs> to be true. honest. It was all a blur. <laughs> Besides that one, that song that you're, that video that you had did, the more fucking laundry, that that might be one of my top favorites. It was very simple, but wow. I, I just I, felt it was, it was so, it was classic, you know? That really, that really hit this. This is fun yeah. to like see what people, it is always wonderful to hear what songs really resonate with folks. Yeah. Um, because I'll be honest with you, I write a song and I'm like, this is the worst song ever. Nobody is going to like it. But I was like, but you got nothing else to put out this week. And then you right. and you're like, people like that? Right. Wow. Well, the okay. laundry song, you just speak so strongly about laundry and I speak very similar <laughs> when I'm doing laundry. So I, it's really relatable. I don't know a single parent who has not at one point been like, how is there more fucking laundry? (laughs) I actually was so proud of myself. I got a couple of loads of laundry done. I got them folded. I got them put back in the baskets to take upstairs to put them away. And that was last week. And now both of those baskets of laundry are still sitting where I put them originally. And now the clothes are not folded because we've dug through them so many times. And they're just going to have to be put back in the dryer. So they're wrinkled again. Right? <laughs> I thought I was going to do really good, but I didn't. What I love about writing these songs is that they're not all from me. Like, just like mm-hmm. with the village one, that was a request. Or the laundry one, same thing. Like, I do laundry, but we don't like I, we don't do as much but other people were like laundry please yeah and then I was like asking people in my like comments like what's the worst part of laundry I was going to take it in a different look in a different way mm-hmm. and then everybody was like it's just that there's what I hate about laundry is that there's so much laundry yeah, right it's that laundry exists <laughs> it's and then never I, ending. So it's, it's really fun as a songwriter because I've always been writing by myself mm-hmm I mean, where I had I had a band for a long time, so we co-wrote, but I've never like essentially co-wrote wrote songs with like a hundred thousand people. Right. <laughs> it's a little different. 
you know, and it's just like beautiful because then it's not just like mine. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it is it's all of our and I'm just trying to write about all of our lives. Mm-hmm. And so because like, at first I wasn't sure how I felt. I was like, are people going to think this? Yeah. You know, like I have a song about pooping in the bathroom for 45 minutes. And that's not something my husband does. But that's like I'm, I mean, sometimes I'm writing about like I'm like, but that's what my friend's husband does. <laughs> and it makes me mad. So I'm <laughs> You know, I still we're feel strongly judging. Our, <laughs> yeah, we're all silently judging all our friends' husbands. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Or not silently. No. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. I I do also like. There's things that other people's husbands do that like their wives, my friends, are okay with, and I'm like, mm. like that's a hard. Note. That's Bothers a hard. Note. Me though. <laughs> I, you know, it's funny because when we do our hot mess, we call them missions when we go and help these women and yes. laundry, it's always, mm-hmm. always laundry, like overwhelming amount of laundry. It just piles up to the point where they're like, I, I don't know where to start because now it's this massive mountain and it just feels like you can't tackle it. It's beyond what I can handle, yeah. you know? So, and it's overwhelming, and they're already so overwhelmed. Like the sounds, the screaming children, the people that just touched out. Don't think it's like, how can you even start on something so big, so massive? And it takes a long time, and it's really boring. It is so boring. It's boring. Hopefully, they're listening to Girl Same and getting through that laundry because that's the only way to do it. It really (laughs) is. And I think that's something people don't talk about enough is how boring and repetitive the housework is. All of it. Yeah, not just laundry. Exactly. Children are boring. They are too. Like it's so like bo- so boring. <laughs> I deeply love them, but then they're like, "Can you play this again?" And you're like, "I don't want to go to stuffy school." Okay. <laughs> you know? And then yeah, and then the then the dishes every day. It's yeah. so boring. You know, it the is. laundry every day. It's so it's psychological torture because it is not mentally satisfying in no. any way, shape, or form. Which is why, like. You know, sometimes I'm like, why can't this be enough? Just being a state. I'm like, of course it's not enough. It's because yeah. it's not, it's not enough for anybody. Like no. truly. No. Yeah. There's not enough of having to use my brain because all of mm-hmm. the, the cleaning and stuff, it's so repetitive. It's like wash this dish in the same sink and you put it in the same cabinet and repeat and repeat. It's the same yeah. item over and over yeah. again. There's nothing new. There's no, you don't need to think. And do you ever like, I, I'm guessing it's the same as these missions. Like the other night I went over to a friend and her dishwasher broke and there's oh. dishes everywhere. Yeah. And I was like, let's do these dishes. Cause I was like, it's not mine. This is kind of exciting <laughs> now. Like exactly. I can do that. Yes. We say that every time it is so much more fun to clean someone else's house. Totally and different. I think the biggest thing for me is I clean their house and it looks wonderful and we leave. And if it's destroyed again tomorrow, I don't care. I don't see it anymore. <laughs> But it's like my house, I deep cleaned everything yesterday. And today, somehow my house is a complete disaster, like top to bottom. It makes no sense at all. But I'm not going to clean it again. It's not going to happen. You did that work. (laughs) It's it's done now. It's it's different scenery. It's different. It's uh, you get to you have to think, right? Because you're Mm -hmm. organizing. And so you're well, what would make most sense to put here and here? But at home, it's you've already figured all that out. And it's this goes here and this Mm -hmm. goes there. And this, you know, it's a I read a book that said like a house is a hungry, like a hungry monster. 
it's just like always being fed. Yeah. Like you're just, and it always has accurate. needs. It does. And it's the same meal over and over and over. <laughs> it is. And, and there's not a whole lot of appreciation from children in that aspect. You know, they're just living their best <laughs> life. The, not, not a whole lot. lot of appreciation. I mean, like there's, there's like zero. none. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> in fact, they resent you for it. Exactly. <laughs> I told, I have a 14 year old and I told him yesterday, I said, can you just go clean your bathroom? And he actually said, you just ruined my entire day <laughs> you have a tiny ass bathroom and you can't just go wipe down the counter without being dramatic i did i ruined this whole day if we're going off of that then you don't want to know how many days you've ruined man <laughs> all my days are ruined no good days no good days <laughs> no i the kids are constantly destroying the house and then complaining that i don't spend enough time with them because i'm cleaning their mess i'm like Thank you for that. Throw a little guilt. Where is this? Why did you move it? And you're like, because we live in this house Mm -hmm. together. Oh my gosh. So my kid is like pretty nostalgic because I go through her. I'm like, we have a small home. She wants to keep everything. Yeah. So like she has a bike that I was like, all right, I'm just going to put out in the alleyway. Somebody's going to take it for their kid. Right. Mm -hmm. Like we live in a neighborhood where that would be helpful, but somebody decided to like just trash it instead. So I need to take it back in. She was like, you were going to give away my bike. (laughs) I was like, you are, you have a new bike. You don't need another one. She's just like beside herself. Did you get, you try. And I was like, I think we might have to like, have you guys watched uh, a red, like Marie Kondo's spark joy? Oh yeah. Uh, So I was like, I think we might have to like some sort of funeral for this bike where we like thank it for its memories or something because because it's not working for me just to get rid of things. So I'm like, I think we're going to have to be like, we'd like to thank you for the memories because otherwise she's just like, and then you get rid of this. And I'm like, but we all live here and we can't, we wouldn't, you wouldn't see the floor if we kept everything you ever owned. Exactly. I have, um, I have three kids, but I have two kids that specifically are like polar opposites in that. So we Mm. always do, they have to pick 10 toys to donate um, before their birthday and then 10 before Christmas and just to get stuff out, get out. And I have one kid who, you know, it it could be like a half of a pencil and he's like, but I need it. (laughs) I need, I could use, no, you can sharpen it and it'll be fine. You know? And then I have another kid who's like, here's 10. I threw an extra 10 in there because I don't, I don't really use it. I'm like, you, you played with that yesterday. And she's like, I don't really care. So. (laughs) right they're all so different yeah no my kid i once went through like every single barbie that she never played with but how about this one how about no no i need to keep every single one of them and then i was like we're not doing that again this is a secret mission where i that's what i probably burn (laughs) with my (laughs) son i have to clean his room by myself he can't be in there with me yeah you gotta you gotta do it and you have to hide it i don't know about your daughter but my son will he'll peek in the garbage make sure i'm not you know (laughs) accidentally throwing away any good stuff (laughs) oh right or check the recycling and then all their like crafts are in there mom (laughs) why would you do that i was like you make 20 pieces of art a day like (laughs) what do you expect from me We've talked about that before. Of like, it's not really that great. We're not going to hang it up anywhere. Yeah, what do you want me to do with there's it? There's levels here. Like, I'm sorry, <laughs> but that's a C at best. I can't oh, keep once it. you make something impressive, talk <laughs> to me. <laughs> you got to wow me here, girl, if you want me to keep another piece. <laughs> got 15 bins already. You know? yeah. So I actually first found you through your Better Things to Do Than Be on a Diet song. 
Um, so that's when I, I started following you. And that one, when did when did you put that out? It's been a bit. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It was probably, you know what? I probably wrote it for the new year. Okay. And then, yeah. And then I released it in like June, but I made a video in the, the new year because I knew that that's what people do in the new year. Like everybody's mm-hmm. like, let's sell people a diet. I'm like, not yeah. again, please. Right. Every year. Same <laughs> yeah. thing. <laughs> yes, every year. And then I was like, oh, I got to do it in June too because you know what? They're going to be beach bodies. <sighs> Come on. Everybody's body is a beach body. It that's is. true. <laughs> it's so, um, so predictable. Like how, when mm-hmm. these roll out to make you feel bad when yeah. you're already feeling your worst is when they're yeah, like, right, let's, let's, let's push it down. Spiral and profit off of <laughs> you feel bad about yourself this could work out for me <laughs> um i absolutely i love that song i love everything about it mm-hmm. um but i think that my favorite part about it is this idea that girls especially i mean i think it relates to all women we all have even the most confident women have days where they're like mm, not feeling themselves but that area that um like the generation that is going through it right now, the teenagers, the ones that are really struggling when you're peak body issues, you know, um, right. to have a song out there like that. If you think back to when we were in that age, when we were going through that, the songs that we heard and the things that were offered to us were a little different. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Literally, I'd never heard anybody say that. No, I think it was the opposite. It was like, actually, the best thing you can do is go on a diet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And how come you aren't already? It's If you're 14, you're kind of late to the party. Right. Like, exactly. Put the book down and start warning. Start running yeah. down. You know? <laughs> With a carrot in your hand. Right. Because <laughs> that's your dinner. Right. And isn't it so hard to like really not think that way anymore so like that's hard. the thing it's just like that's alliance is like you just run that program for so long even if you don't believe it anymore it still starts running and you're like that's not true that's not true this yeah is like yep. it's it never worked before i am like 40 years old it's not gonna suddenly work now like you know yeah. what i mean like how many hours how many days how much how much how much have i spent doing this and right. like to no avail in fact to hurting myself like it hasn't improved my health outcomes in any way shape or form no 100 percent. i mean i don't know about you i grew up with a mom who um you know we always had like skim milk and slim fast in the fridge you know and that like there were she would do this it was you know i this is what i saw growing up is my mom just eating nothing but slim fast all day and then eating a thousand calories right before she went to bed because she was starving and then waking up and beating herself up about how she ate in her body and then slim fast and then like repeat you know and so Mm -hmm. to me that I think back now and I think about how with my daughter because my daughter is she just turned nine so close in age and you know trying to be a better representation of what like Mm -hmm. loving your body and being you know comfortable in your body and stuff is but having been raised by my mom that is hard (laughs) it's really really hard I think we all had I mean actually as I've gone down my own thing I'm just like I think that everybody has disordered eating do I mean like I just yeah absolutely like oh yeah that makes sense and I feel the same way like how do you model it for our kids you know how do we how do we say like this isn't you know you can't like this you know, when a diet things come on, I'm like, they don't work. Just so you know, honey. Right. Like, <laughs> I was like, that's a lie. <laughs> you just jump out of nowhere. You're like, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> just so you know. Right. Uh, sometimes I, um, 
I, but also I think part of it is just like modeling it because that's yeah. the thing is it's not that our I mean depending on like what happened with our moms it's like it was just the modeling it yeah. was just mm-hmm. our mirror neurons being like okay my mom weighs herself every day so should I oh right. my mom you know and then you know you're like oh actually I can't do this anymore and then well I like to walk around naked and be like look how beautiful I am <laughs> just- <laughs> that's the way to do it that is that's the way to do it yeah my my phone keeps accidentally um changing its screen and i and just because i'm like touching it or whatever it's Mm -hmm. in my purse a new screen and then sometimes it'll be a photo of myself on my own photo on my own phone which is you know and then i'll be like oh paulina look at this beautiful woman and i'm like it's gorgeous she's like oh it's you and i'm like yeah yeah isn't she beautiful <laughs> with my my mom you know when i would look at how she was thinking about her own body that mm. if she didn't like her body looking that way you have this idea in your head that well she probably wouldn't approve of my body looking that way mm-hmm. and i yeah. think that's something that happens with kids without realizing right because you don't think about it in that context until you're an adult but as a child it's just you hating your body without realizing where that's kind of coming from, you know? So that's like the whole, I, this whole idea of just not commenting ex- on my body in a negative light, just like you're saying to just constantly be just talking about how great it is. And, you know, we're, we're really trying to like how strong I am and, you know, things like that yeah. and focus on the positive because I already see it. I don't know about, about you with your daughter, but I already see she makes comments here and there from what she sees on TV from her friends. And it's, just heartbreaking I hate it so much oh it's so hard I think it's really hard too in whatever the journey is like um yeah my kid just recently said like I want to be like one of my friends and I was like oh I think because my friend is thin and -hmm. I don't think like I think that's why she says she wants to be like her yeah because I she didn't outright say it but there was just something to it I was like oh yeah it's because she's thin and I was like and I get it man Mm -hmm. I want to be thin too right (laughs) I mean, who does it, right? My body has other plans. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, that's Um, not my path. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Right. And like, and also just to like, there's a book called Fat Talk by Virginia Soul Smith. I don't know. It's called, and it's all about like how to talk to your kid about um, like diet culture and body issues and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. And it starts with like, what if we weren't afraid of our kids getting fat? Because I'll often say to my husband, like, if we had a large child that would still be something I'd have to really work on. Like I'm yeah. already working on it, but like, I know that my daughter's body's going to change. Is she, and I'm like, I have to do this work so that I'm not afraid for her. Yeah. Right. You know, like I'm not afraid for her because it's, and it's like when we were kids, it was all these health outcomes or blah, 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 blah. Cause there's still that kind of like stuff that's inaccurate science, but that is also just like on the you. bullying. Yeah. Yeah. And all those kinds of things. I was like, I need to do this internal work because I know that I do have internalized fat phobia. That's why I pushed myself to be thin all the time. Right, <laughs> you right, know I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and if my body didn't have other plans, I would have just continued to do unhealthy things to achieve that. Yeah. Um, and, but yeah, no, just that internal work or even with my daughter, she struggles to eat and so I was putting a lot of pressure on her to eat. Mm-hmm. And um, I realized that all that comes through is diet culture when I do that. Yeah. Again, yeah. So I had to like kind of back away and be like, all right, 
macaroni it is for the right? rest of your life i guess i know i have the same problem with my with my son it's not my daughter but my son yeah. and he um gets bullied just just for reference though i mean he's real tall he's like five nine already and he he weighs like 140 pounds or something you know i mean like it's yeah. he's super proportional but he's built like me and we've got hips you know and yeah. and uh he gets made fun of and he is constantly complaining that he's fat and yeah. um, his doctor, you know, we went to his checkup. The doctor was like, no, I mean, you're you're in the 50th, you know, in both ways. Yeah. You're completely proportionate. You're, you know, basically perfect. Mm-hmm. And um, and then he leaves and he's like, no, no, I'm fat. And I'm like, you just yeah. the medical professional just told you you're not. But then yeah. it's also like what you said. In my mind, we go home and he complains about you know, being fat and not liking it. But then he sits down at the table and he opens up a bag of chips and I'm like, now look, (laughs) I like, and I don't want to, I don't want to make him feel bad for eating chips, but I also don't want him, you know, going crazy with it. So it's it's definitely a balance. I will say that that is, that is what I typically do is I'm like, I'm feeling not good about myself and uh, I need to diet. I need to lose weight. And then I eat some pizza and, you know, Pizza makes everything better. The desire to nurture ourselves is normal and natural. Mm -hmm. And in fact, like those things aren't necessarily bad, right? Like it's all about this like variety and and moderation. And, but it's, especially when you come from diet culture, everything like that is all vilified so heavily that you're like, if I'm not eating a sugar-free, gluten-free, dairy-free, like happiness-free diet, then you know what I mean? Like. Oh, it's, and it's so hard to get out of and then not perpetuate yes. in these insidious ways. And it's it's uh, intimidating, too, you know, especially because I'm bigger than my husband and, and his family, whole, just whole family, <laughs> his really. His entire family. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when I go over and we have like a cookout or something at their house, then I am mm. super self-aware. And, you know, I'm like, right. okay. Do I, do I want to eat a brownie in front of these people? Cause what are they going to think if I get up right. and get a brownie, you know, right. you're not or, basing mm-hmm. it off of like, do I want a burger? Like, cause I'm hungry, you know, you're basing it off. Right. of Do I want to eat it? Cause like, what are people going to think? And right. That's yeah. Total opposite of what we should be doing. You should just listen to our body. Right. And go yeah. from it's there. Hard to when you feel like you've, I mean, cause that, I mean, I don't know. It's like from a childhood, you like learn to think like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're like, people are watching, you know, like I, it took me into my twenties to eat lunch in front of people. Yeah. yeah. Like we all think about that. Like, Oh, how, how are people watching what we eat? It's yeah. ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Not, not that your experience isn't ridiculous. It's that no. like we have a culture. <laughs> no, it, yeah. Raised, yeah. You know? no, no, Marissa knows that's messed up. <laughs> no. It's ridiculous. I do. I mean, it's one of those things where you know what you're thinking is just incredibly dumb. Yep. But you can you still think it, you know. It's, and it's true. And it's yeah. true. It's not like, you know what I mean? Like it, it is a true that that experience comes from a true experience that you have lived. Right. Where right. if you eat a brownie, somebody came up and talked to you after or was like, ah, blah, 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 whatever when you were young. So of right. course it's like yeah. those are real things, but it sucks. Just yeah. sucks. It, it does. does. We're all just pulling thorns out of our hearts. You know? We really are. We really are. it's it's so um what you were saying about like fat phobia and worrying about your kids Mm -hmm. that is so so true I never really thought too much about it but that is so 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 true because I I do find myself just noting in my mind if they've gained weight or you know because then you start thinking especially because it's your your responsibility, right? Because if your kid's overweight at, at up to a certain age, mm-hmm. it is because you feel like, well, because I'm messing up. I'm not providing what I need to provide. I'm not doing what I need to be doing. 
And right. or that's the idea that's like spoken to us. Yeah, right. Bodies come in different pl- ways, even exactly. As yeah. But and that's, that's not yeah. as a mom. That's like not in your head because you're, yeah. you're like, am I not giving you enough vegetables? Am I not, you know, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. like, you don't, you can't think like that. That's just their body, yeah. you know? Yeah, absolutely. What were you going to say? I don't I, remember. I felt like I interrupted you. Sorry. <laughs> this moment <laughs> came and passed. She's in the present moment. Like, that, was, that was two seconds ago. <laughs> if I don't say it when I say it, it's gone. Right. It's just not there anymore. Yeah. It's fine though. Uh, all right. Um, the other one I wanted to talk to you about and the other song that you did is the one that it made me cry. It's the not a good mom, a great mom mm-hmm. or a good oh, yeah. mom, not a great mom. I had it backwards. But yes, that yeah. one, the one video you did of telling or playing it for your mom, I believe it was the first time she was hearing it. And it it yeah. was kind of coming across as like, mm, what are you doing? <laughs> this doesn't sound very nice. I know. <laughs> um, and then you can see that, you know, she puts the connection. What was what was her response to that? Did she I mean, I'm assuming she liked it. Yeah, no, my mom, like I have a great relationship with my mom. So like, yeah. that's the thing, you know, you can't really like make fun of your husband or make fun of like being a parent or make fun of your mom or your brother, unless you're on good terms. Right. right? Like, so some people are like, what's <laughs> exactly. she? I was like, she's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and she was like, did you have to bring up that? And I like, cause in the end I talk about how my mom didn't have the sex talk with me. Like she had her sister. Have oh it yeah. With I me. Saw that. yeah. <laughs> and she was like, did you have to say that? And I was like, honestly, mom, like you did such a good job. I had to really reach. My mom was busy. She yeah. is still busy. She's constantly moving. Right. We can, I'm sure we all have moms like that who are like, my only tool against anxiety is to never stop. Right. And so they, <laughs> and so they never sit down and like, and she c- couldn't, but like, but she did an amazing job anyway. Right. Like right. And to remember, like, Whenever I'd call her, I'd be like, I'm just irreparably damaging my kid. She'd be like, you're allowed to be human. I got mad at you. And I'm like, I don't remember her getting mad at me. I don't remember all those things. What I remember is that I was loved and I was safe and she did her best for me. Yeah. And like, we are being raised by human beings. Right. Right. Yeah. Who are full of faults. Yeah. Um, You know, what's interesting about being motherhood is like, there's no, the, the desire to improve is infinite. Yes. Right. The moment I get my kid to eat vegetables will be a new thing that I'm going to work on Mm -hmm. because I can't, I just want to get it so good. I want to get it so right. And that the more I do that and try and get motherhood perfectly, the worse of a mother I am. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it's so true. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Because the best moms are kind of chill, roll yeah. with it. Like, I love you. I believe in you. You'll figure it out. Like, yeah, one day, maybe when you're 23, you'll eat a carrot. Okay. It's you know, so like, <laughs> and, that's, and that's like, but it, once I become perfect or controlling, mm-hmm. yeah. then actually, th- then I'm prioritizing like the perfection over our relationship. Yeah. And connection is what's going to build a healthy, healthy child. A mm-hmm. regulated system in me is what's going to, I mean, this is all just my like from you know me listening to podcasts i guess right. but like that's <laughs> i'm here taking notes i'm like mm-hmm. i know it sounds good to <laughs> me like, like, i've taken one year of college so you should probably <laughs> listen to me but you know i but i do feel that in my heart it's like it wasn't like it was always what my mom it was all the other things it was not the perfection or the playing with me or she's a terrible cook you know all those things. <laughs> 
same <laughs> can't bake a cake to save my life <laughs> i i do think um that when you are trying to live to be this perfect mom that you are trying to be a mom that society has told you is mm-hmm. the mom you should be which is not right. at all necessarily the case and you need right. to be the right mom for your situation with I mean, how many kids you have? What does your kid like? What is your kid like? What kind of relationship do you have? How much are you balancing? You know, mm-hmm. all that comes right. into so play. So many things, right? Exactly. When you're a single mom, you got multiple kids, you got no child support. Like you can't, you can't have these expectations of yourself. Right. Yes. Like, you know, like it's going to look different. They're going to have to pull their weight more. They're, you're going to fall. You're going to lose it on them a lot more because that's just what it's like having a single mom. And they're still going to like, how many people do you know who have single moms who was like, whose mom did lose it on them and who couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, they have nothing but admiration for their mom. Always. Right. Yeah. Like, Always. I've been thinking like, I wonder if like, I don't know about you, but I feel like, I feel like children have an ability to see how incredible their mothers are because they watch them so closely growing up. Mm-hmm. Like when you have an incredible mom, like you can appreciate it way more, um, and, and not everybody does, you know, some people don't have moms who are neglectful and stuff like that, but lots of moms have people have moms who tried. Yeah. Yeah. And like nobody else would know how hard that woman tried except for her kid. Yeah. You know, if, if they paid it's attention so true. to be like, yeah. wow, like that person, you know, nobody knew how incredible my mom was because all she was is in the kitchen and cleaning the house. But right. man, was she incredible, you know? We mm-hmm. always say on the on the show that, you know, um, I might not have nailed that or I, I might have failed at that or I might have missed that. But I just hope my kids know that I tried. Yeah, <laughs> I am trying. And this is, you know, my best might be less than some other mothers in certain areas, but it is my best. Yeah. <laughs> and we have to normalize it for them, too. Like, yeah. they can't be raised with this idea. Like, my mom always like was like, I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to make mistakes you like and so then I didn't have like what firstly I didn't when she made a mistake I wasn't like truly appalled by the fact that she made but then also you know then now as a mom I hate playing with my child it's so gosh darn boring you know like I really don't like it and I think oh but my mom didn't like and it was okay because there's other ways in which my mom was, was nailed connection. And it, mm-hmm. like right. for me, it's talking about feelings. I was like, when my kid's like, I had a hard day. So-and-so was mean to me. I'm like, tell me. Everything. <laughs> everything. You throw let's the Barbies throw- to the side. You move them. Move them out. Let's talk. Let's get it. <laughs> You're like, I was like, you want to practice cartwheels again? Mark. Like that's her, that's her dad. I was like, it's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> you want to have a deep conversation about these kids at school i'm your girl yeah, I'm, like, I'm like i'm like i can't wait for you to get older i am gonna do this right I mean, assume, assuming that she wants to talk to me but i was like that's my mom and i's relationship we talk together yeah we don't like go and do fun things together yeah because that's my husband's job too we yeah mm-hmm. yeah i do what i want to do with the girls during the day and then when he gets off work i'm like don't you think it'd be fun if they went outside for a little bit with you right well <laughs> not with me i'll be in here waiting all the fun things sound like stuff that you could do (laughs) yeah my husband is 100 like the fun parent you Mm -hmm. know and i am the i'll I'll sit and do we do like art arts and crafts together um and we'll like snuggle up on the couch and read a book together yeah you know and he wrestles them throws them on the ground and you know makes up all these crazy games and and i'm just like I'm just gonna sit this one out. Yeah, I already cuddled with you on the couch a few minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, that makes me feel better because and as did the song, because mm-hmm. it is the idea that as you when you grow up, because I so I didn't have a great relationship with my mom. My mom definitely yeah. has her own issues. And I don't I didn't have right. a, a mother figure. I had a great father figure. But again, it's you know, I mean, it's not it's the right. same. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And so I don't know what that's like to mm-hmm. grow up and be able to look back and say, you know, even though we had our ups and downs and there was this and that, that at the end of the day, I, I always knew, like felt secure and I saw right. consistency and I felt loved. And that is, you know, not having that it's hard. So with my kids, I'm always wondering, you know, are we, yeah. am I doing this right? Like, are you going to grow up to hate me? Cause that's the only thing right. I worry about. Yeah. <laughs> And we judge moms so harshly, right? Like yes. with dads, we're like just grateful they didn't abandon us, right? Like, <laughs> great job. You know what I mean? like crazy. Like, Thank you. Yes. And so, like, that you, and so it's not just like your kids' opinion, but the society's opinion and mm-hmm. how they, you know, how they look at moms, right? So you're judging yourself. You feel like society will have messages. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad that that song could be with you and like just make you feel like, yeah, actually, like, I don't have to be perfect. I don't yeah. have to execute this perfectly. Mm-hmm. Just exactly. As, just as I'm sure your husband doesn't hope that you, you don't like, you don't have to love him perfectly. Right. Right. Like you get to be a whole person. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and your child's a whole person. So they have to see you mess up. Yes. They have to see you so that one day they're, they're not thinking I have to play with my kid. I have to do crafts with my kid. Right. These are all the things my mom did. So I have to do those things. Yeah, My mom was perfect. My mom never dropped the ball. My mom always had dinner on the table every night, 630 on the, you know, exactly. Oh, like, I don't want to present that as what I'm like, because I, I'm not like that right yeah. at all. <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly. And it's okay. And thank goodness. <laughs> right. <laughs> It sounds exhausting. <laughs> it does sound exhausting. We had someone on our, our last episode and we were kind of talking about like how, you know, social media definitely just pummels that on you. Um, this idea of perfection. And we were laughing because, you know, how do these people find the time? How do they find the time? How How is your house so pristine and organized in the little bins and everything mm. is, is everywhere and everything is always done and dinner is always ready and it's like a full course mm. meal. And I'm like, they have to be dropped. They have to drop the ball somewhere. Something mm-hmm. is missing because you there's not enough hours in the day to live this no. like fake yeah. perfection. Yeah. Like even when you have like support, like I'm saying, like mm-hmm. I don't have time for that. So then that means like, that's probably someone who chooses that over sitting down and having a meal or right. mm-hmm. gets up early. Like that's just, yeah, exactly. Like there's just, there's a level of stress and conflict to which mm-hmm. I mean, I would think so, or, or that's their hobby. That's the only thing is like, yes. you know, sometimes it'd be like, I love, I mean, I like how keeping my house organized, but like, also, I don't feel like cleaning it every moment of every day. Right. And some people do and to each their own. Some people are very enthusiastic about cleaning. Yeah, um, bless their hearts. Bless <laughs> their hearts. <laughs> you take a step in my house and you will see that I am not as enthusiastic about it. But you're right. Like even even if that is their joy and there is love, love and that's why their house, like, then we all drop balls because yes. that's just the reality mm-hmm. of parenting, mm-hmm. in, especially in the society. Like we're all dropping balls all the time. Yep. Even Shonda Rhimes says that. She says, if you see me succeeding <laughs> in Grey's Anatomy yeah. or Bridgerton, I am failing at home. And if I'm succeeding at home, I'm failing at work. So if Shonda Rhimes is dropping balls, then <laughs> where's she- the hope for the rest of us? <laughs> We're all screwed. <laughs> He's like, with all the money in the world. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I 100% 
think that there there you have so many hours in a day and you have this massive list and if you're filling in this list that's because over here something is just not getting done and you know the problem with things like social media is that you don't see the part that's not getting done Mm -hmm. you're only Mm. seeing the stuff that is getting accomplished which then in your head is like well it's all getting accomplished you know so that's Mm -hmm. why things like Mm -hmm. the songs that you're putting out are so important because it's it's really been probably in the last year or two i mean really with tiktok i feel taking off that this right. has been it's so true the norm like they're like um, actually no like we don't live like this we can stop pretending now and yeah. it's building it's growing and i i love to see it because it's helped yeah, me I a never, lot i really never noticed how like big at least like the millennial generation was on perfection yeah, yeah. like i didn't really until tiktok came along and you're like whoa we have we issues. really were <laughs> had a form of perfectionism that yeah. really showed up and I never was really interested in like I felt like I should do social media but I never really flourished on social media because I just couldn't get into that vibe yeah and then yeah with the emergence of TikTok being like oh the world has been made anew yeah. they want to see me without makeup right. <laughs> hair bun I'm in right. you know they want to see my terrible cake decorating skills <laughs> this is this is my time this is my time to shine <laughs> yeah um i do have to ask you though did you do stand-up so um i just started last year okay so essentially, oh, so it's, like, new. it's very very new i was a musician my whole life like uh-huh. that's what i that was my dream that was my thing that's what i did and I started doing TikToks during, like, I, I just before COVID closed, I was like, you know what? I can tell that I don't want to be in the band anymore. I was on the road all the time. And for the first two years, I brought my kid on the road, which mm. I'm sure you can imagine. <laughs> Horrible. Great time. Um, and then I was leaving <laughs> my kid on the road. And I was oh. like, I'm gone like 100 days a year. Like, that's yeah. like yeah, almost that's a, lot. a third of her life. Like, I am missing out. Like, I, I don't want to do this. And, um, but then, of course, I was like, well, and then after, like, then COVID happened, then I was like a stay-at-home mom, and I was like, whoa, okay. And then, um, <laughs> don't need can we go day. back out, or? <laughs> like, where are my daily applause? Um, and so I started doing a content for, on TikTok, just for fun, and I felt like a lot of it was comedic that was coming out, and that's mm-hmm. what was working. And I was like, this is weird, like, where's all this comedy content coming from? And so I decided to like take a class. And then as I took a class, I realized, oh, I've been doing like I was doing stand up between songs during our shows, like basically for like a 15 years. I was always telling stories, always had jokes. And then when I had like a really good joke, then I would give it off to one of the girls and then I would start writing a new piece. And so we would like we had these comedic pieces between songs and I didn't even notice. Like, honestly, I didn't. And then I I took this comedy class and I took a stand-up class Mm because I was like, because it was going well, but it wasn't going great. I was like, no, I mean, it's going okay. But like, and then I was like, well, maybe I'm just not that good. I haven't studied how to do comedic content. Mm -hmm. Like, what if I learned what makes, like, that's how I got a good, became a good songwriter is I learned how to write songs. Mm -hmm. So let's go do the same thing. And I took a class and I was, you know, taking it, taking it. And then I was like, I had this class with this wonderful, one of my co-participants was an actress okay. and, or an actor. And she brought her acting into stand-up and it made her excellent. And then I was like, oh, I'm leaving my music at the door. I am doing all this content, like just little bits of TikTok. But I didn't, I felt like 
being a musician, that part of my life is over. Like being, when you're in music, your youth is intensely commodified. So like, I was always living thinking like my time is almost up. My time is almost up. And then I was like, I'm really past my due dates. So I was like, this, this, this part of my life is over. Music is done. And then I was like, oh, I should do, I should probably incorporate music into my comedy. That might work. And as a songwriter, I was always told, don't write about being a mom. It makes you really like nobody writes. If you, if you can think about it, how many songs do you know about motherhood? As soon as you said that, yeah, I started thinking about it and I'm like, there, yeah, no, that's not not a thing. How how can this incredibly pivotal moment of one's life, that's a universal experience, be missing from our musical, like, libraries right it's completely missing for a reason which is that it's not sexy yeah you know what i mean like it's yeah. just not sexy it's not yeah. sexy it's not commodified it's you can't and um and so i like in the class he was like i think you should write about being a mom and i was like no that is <laughs> not attractive right. and i'm not old okay i'm very cool who and told I you i'm a mother <laughs> i'm not even a mom what do you mean yeah, exactly <laughs> and so i had to like process some feelings about that and some like and just being like, well, you're, you are a mom and you are old and you are unattractive to like that world. Like I'm a, I'm a beautiful woman, but like just in that world. And I was like, so this, let's just embrace this. So it really took that class to make me realize like, oh, I should write about motherhood and I should write motherhood songs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know where, if this will go anywhere. And it like took off real fast. Yeah. And Cause that's, like, oh. that's a niche. And it's like you said, it was missing. A lot yeah, of people were sure. wanting it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and don't we deserve it? Like, I mean, obviously right now I'm not really like writing about the love we have for a child. I'm mostly writing about like our rage towards our husbands, but well, that's what um, we do also. So it's fine. (laughs) Yeah. That's not really what this podcast is. We, we, we just have an understanding that everybody here loves their kids. We know that, you know, we love our husbands and we love our kids, but we don't, we don't need to say that a thousand times. Okay. We're not really here for that. Because that's the stuff we can speak about very publicly, very easily. Yes. Mm -hmm. But you know, it's the other stuff that we just think about in the night and we think it's just ourselves and we feel bad that we feel that way and that we think we should just be better people and we should just suck it up and we should just not complain you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and um but yeah I feel so blessed to have taken that class yeah and to and and I honestly feel very surprised that I'm still doing music like all of a sudden I'm like back here being like what is happening and and my friend uh Whitney she's been my friends like my whole life and she's like seen me quit music so many times yeah and I'm like and and you know in COVID I was like it's done and she's like sure it is I was like no <laughs> you don't understand I'm 40 years old Whitney like this is not gonna happen for me like <laughs> like that is a young woman's game I did that for years I have yeah. put in my time like if it was gonna happen it would happen and then I was like, text her the other day, just like, hey, remember that time I said I was quitting music? <laughs> she's like, I was waiting for this text, yeah. but go on. <laughs> yeah, because she's always like, you're not kidding. No, you're not. You're right. just, she's like, every time you do, something happens and you get right back into it. Like, yeah, she's right. But it's, I would say it's even, yeah, so that's, that's how I can... Anyway, your one question of like, do you have stand-up experience? And no, like, it's... let me tell you my life story. <laughs> no, I love it. I think it's really interesting. Yeah. I really do, and it's um, I did I never really thought about that, but it totally makes sense. There are no songs about mom. You just yes. don't hear that, yeah. and no. I mean, you know, of course, when you say that, my start, brain starts thinking about like, well, why that is, and that makes total sense. I mean, it's just yeah. not interesting to people. <laughs> it really isn't. It's, it's so sad, like, but I mean, true. That's a challenge. Is like we are invisible for a reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
You know, exactly. there isn't like the, the movies aren't about us. Right. The music isn't about us. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. Do you guys go through that change where you started watching the movie and you weren't the main character anymore? Yes. yes. You watch and you're the mom. <laughs> yeah. You know, and you're like, oh my God, I'm the mom now. Yeah. Like movies are so different. <laughs> and you're never portrayed good either. No. <laughs> you're always like this mean, uptight, like, you know, like it's yeah. always this mother figure, not, not yeah. mom, not mommy, you know, yeah. it's like mother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I don't know. We'll see where this goes. I mean, it's been really fun. And I, I feel like there's so much to talk about. That's the other thing yeah. is that I realized too, that like as an artist, you're always minding your own life for inspiration mm-hmm. or the life of your friends. And man, just be like, wow, there's this whole, like, you know, when you become a mom, you really go through it. You mm-hmm. really, you really go through it in every direction, in every relationship, in your identity, there's so much to talk about. Even yes. laundry, right? Like yeah. even your relationship with laundry. Right. I feel like your relationship with time changes. Like, oh, yeah. You know, like everything changes. And so there was like, man, there's just so much to talk about. So many, so many songs to write. Yeah. Um, especially when I say like, I tell myself they don't have to be good. Because <laughs> I'm like, they don't have to be good. They can just be me talking about laundry. Right. They can just be bad. Now, when I started this podcast, that was what I told myself to get myself yeah. to do it because I was I was terrified to start the podcast. I was terrified right. to put myself. This is very outside of my comfort zone. We've been doing it now for a few months, so I've gotten more comfortable. But initially nice putting thank you by initially putting myself out there, I was I was like, she knows I was literally mm-hmm. shaking. Yeah. And um, I had to tell myself in the beginning, I'm like, it's you know what? It, it's, it doesn't have to be great. You just need to put something out there. And once you get past it, you can you can improve. You can learn and you can move. But you just got to put something out there and get this yeah. idea that it's going to be it has to be perfect. It has to be great. It has to be mind blowing. No, it doesn't. You just got to put it out there mm-hmm. and see what That's happens. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I'm still someone who puts myself out all the time. And I still have to say that to myself because yeah you know, your standards just always are exponentially growing. And then you just be like, it doesn't have to be good. Yep. In fact, it could be bad. It just be, it can be really bad. Yep. And people will still love it. Cause truly like, don't you ever meet people who are like, think you're amazing. And you've done the same thing as somebody who thinks that you really suck. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, Oh, it actually has nothing to do with me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's just like you said, you know, the songs that you put out, um, some of them you put out thinking or videos even that you are, yeah. think are going to be like, not who cares. And those oh, are yeah. the ones that have a, a lot of interest. And then, of course, the ones that you're like, this is so good. And you put it out oh, and no one even cares. 100%. I'm like, this song is going to be it. Right. It's gonna be like, this is going to make me money. I'm going to see this on the charts. And yeah. people are like, meh, meh, not really. No thanks. Really, <laughs> more than laundry shit. Can you write about your husband pooping instead? I'm right. like, fine, fine. Okay, that gets 8 million views. Fine. <laughs> there'll be a part two i assume then <laughs> well i guess it has to be i was like man i really went off so i better better write a second verse <laughs> and did i see i i apologize because i remember it briefly but i thought i saw you were you're gonna put together like a cd or a mm-hmm. record yeah, or, or like something an album, like, an album. Do, yeah like nobody buys cds anymore. but yeah i'm gonna make a collection i think that I think it just makes sense. Like, I'm still going to keep putting out singles and like little videos every single week. But sometimes I think a collection can be really fun. Yeah. And um, it can be a reason to talk about it outside of Instagram. Like, I think that just like all of us, like we have to make sure that um, when you own a business or you're an artist, you can't you you don't want to live and die by an algorithm. So you got to make sure that you're also diversifying your audience sources. Yeah, for sure. So I really wanted to do that. Plus, I think that it's just fun. I think I'm going to call it the mother load. 
Oh, that's that's oh that is such like a good that. name. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, Do you have like a yeah. timeline planned out or are you just kind of thinking about I'm it now to do it this fall oh well, yeah, okay good. To this fall but i just feel like you know things seem to be moving really fast and you know mm-hmm. in the internet world like things just seem to move fast and so, so fast you're like, well, and honestly like i try and show up and i keep writing and then i was like oh I, I kept writing a lot of songs and i was like that's a lot more songs than i need like this month and then i was like am i writing an album and then i was like no i'm not because I didn't want to go back. I was like, I'm not going back to that world. I'm not yeah. doing albums. I'm not doing like that. That part of my life is over. And then I was like, I guess I'm doing an album. <laughs> Weird. I didn't mean to write an album, but it seems that it is written itself. Right. Like, what are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> Once again, here we are, you know? <laughs> I um I have to clarify because so I said I when I said CD we were laughing because um the last episode that we just put out my daughter um I had shared that my daughter found my old CDs and she asked Ooh. if this is what we listened to in the 1900s and then I just went and cried in the other room for like an hour got over it and moved on but you know like, yeah, I that, guess that, hurts. that is accurate yeah yes. I know. but Elsie you don't have to say it you know so. <laughs> while true we can also keep that to ourselves (laughs) so yes that is why i said cd and i instantly was like "Mm, that's not really a thing anymore is it (laughs) i don't know i've got two cases of cds in my car that i pop in every once in a while when yeah well you know when you want to remember the good old days my burnt cds oh i love them and just looking back when you listen to them and hear some of the songs that i used to think were just good enough to download illegally but on a cd and and now i'm like oh okay that was a choice (laughs) that was definitely a choice (laughs) all right well we have one last question for you uh i like to end the show with the final question and so our new one for the new season we're asking is what is one thing you would tell your younger self and how do you feel like that would have impacted your life yeah this was a great like question. Um, I think that I would have actually told myself to like learn about comedy sooner. Like it's truly was a thread through my life that I never saw. Like it was, it, it was really weird to like, be like, Oh, this comedy thing. And then it'd be like, it's doing really well. And then I thought about it deeply thought about it. I was like, Oh, I've been doing stand up my whole life. In fact, my other band, we did funny songs. In fact, my dad's band that I grew up like having to go and watch rehearsals, like they did funny songs. They did forms of stand up between their songs. Like, oh, cool. That's I was cool. like, there was, it's like, I was just like seeing your whole life with a whole new lens, a whole mm-hmm. different color that you didn't see. And I just think, and people would say, oh, it's like you do stand up during songs. And I literally never put it, like, never absorbed that in yeah. my mind. And I just think, man, if I had learned a little sooner, um, I could have gotten even better. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like that is, and also the truly, it's been a joy to learn a new art form. And if I had like, I, if I had leaned into the, my strengths a bit earlier, not because I think it'd be in a better place, but mm-hmm. I think that I might've experienced more joy because now mm-hmm. I'm experiencing so much joy in my life yeah. from leaning into strengths that I didn't even recognize within myself. Yeah. That's a great answer. I love that. I, I think that too, you know, there's things that's, it's almost like you subconsciously like fight without realizing these things that Mm. you, you, once you get to a certain point and you actually are like, all right, I'm going to stop fighting it. And you kind of allow yourself to kind of think down that path or go down that path. 
then all of a sudden you're like, mm, I probably shouldn't have been fighting it this whole yeah. time. <laughs> Turns out it's not bad. And yeah, totally. Turns out I'm like, yeah, I'm, that's so many things in my life. I feel like in the last few years, I've really accepted certain things that I fought my whole life that I was like, oh, actually, this brings me so much more happiness than I thought. Why am I my own worst enemy? Um, right. <laughs> why do I hate joy? <laughs> 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 no, I I love that. I yeah, that's a great that's a great answer. It is. That's it for our girls' night. Thank you so much for coming. I had so much fun talking with you. Yeah. I, I would love to have you back on in the future sometime. Um, did you say you have a podcast? I don't. Oh, no. okay. Oh, okay. I, th- I thought you maybe said- you're having a psychic premonition of a future. I is have that exactly. <laughs> called the mother load i mean oh you know what did we just start something (laughs) well if you do you reach out okay okay (laughs) sounds good (laughs) all right well that is it for this girl's night thank you again so much faraday for being here uh really love talking with you um and thank you guys for hanging out with us make sure to find us at girl same the podcast on all the socials we love hearing from you guys your wins your fails all of all of it we like hearing it and never forget nobody nobody has their shit together promise come hang out with us every monday bye Bye. girl 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 say